Hello everyone and welcome back to the Between Realities VR Pocket. Let's just forget where we were. What is this called again? <laughs> <laughs> I forget what this thing is called. <laughs> what are we doing? Hello everyone. Welcome back to the Between Realities VR Podcast. Um, we're really excited to have you here with us today. I'm excited to be here. I'm Alex. I am one half of Between Realities. The other half is right here next to me. His name is Skiva. It's Skiva. Skiva, what's up? What's How up, you man? doing, buddy? Doing good. All right. Awesome, doing man. good. We're awesome. here. We're here. We uh, filmed a bonus episode earlier in the week. Yes. It's my second time being over here this week. Yeah. Uh, which we have not shown anyone yet. No, we will be no. airing next week, which we're yep. excited about. I don't think we've told anybody what that is yet, have nope. we? Okay. Well, are we going to tell them at the end of this, today's episode? Nah. <laughs> <laughs> no, sorry, guys. I tried, you know. I tried. I'll, I'll just say uh, we have to, we should wait maybe to get the approval that needs to happen by Marvel. Well, okay. Ooh. There you go. <laughs> yeah, Marvel needs to approve our episode before we can show it. Sounds like a joke. It's so not. we'll see. We'll see if it shows up. It should. Yeah. Hopefully. And that should be enough information. You yep. know, if you know anything about the VR space right now, you probably know what's going on with that. Yep. Um Well, thanks for joining us. Like and subscribe, okay? We need yeah, please subscribers. Do. That'd be sweet. We need likers. Yep. You know, you need all of those things. Channel members, perhaps, yep. you know, Patreons even, you know, there's a lot of expensive stuff that goes on with this stuff. Just kidding. You guys don't have to do that. But if you do, we will love you forever. Yeah. That's yeah. For we'll sure, probably for sure. love you forever anyway. But yeah. Yeah. But preferential treatment, maybe. Yeah. Sure. <laughs> <You know>? <laughs> <laughs> maybe a little preferential treatment. <laughs> uh, so it is Friday. It's, uh, it's December 17th, 2023. Um, by this time next week, everyone will have PlayStation VRs, and that's pretty insane to think about. Dude, right? Uh, pretty, right? pretty insane to think Man, about. Man, I'm so excited. I got my shipping notification. That thing's on its way to my house. Mm-hmm. I'm so excited. Mm-hmm. Mine I can't too. even handle it. Mine too, and I will not be home. I will be traveling for work the day that that thing oh. comes up. So I am slightly sad about that. Oh. But, uh, you know, it is what it is. Gotta, gotta pay the bills. You do. Got to pay the bills. So it's Friday. Uh, we are live on YouTube right now as our preferred platform of choice. If you are a Between Realities fanatic, you're watching it on YouTube. That's all there is to it, right? But we are on Spotify for all of you audio and visual mm-hmm. listeners, as well as uh, iTunes and a couple of the other uh, podcast platforms mm-hmm. out there. We are officially partnered with Upload VR. Wait, no, the Upload VR? Yes, the Upload VR. The Upload VR. Partner with those cool. guys. Episode <laughs> is up on the weekends, so maybe you're catching this on Upload, and we're just fine with that. Stay on Upload. Stay there on the site while watching the show, because that helps everybody. Okay. Mm. Um, that's pretty much all those things, right? That's all those things. I don't normally have like a list of things to say like that, but <laughs> you know, I feel like I'm trying to be better at uh, like the like and subscribe thing. For sure. You mentioning know, upload. I mentioned before that like imagine, imagine if there was a way with literally just doing this with your finger, it could make someone's day, right? So if you just click that subscribe button, just click. Oh, it makes my day. You meant click the subscribe button. Yeah, I thought you meant something else. <laughs> well, there's that too. <laughs> <laughs> if you if you just click that subscribe button, it'll make both of our days. 
it would make us very happy people imagine anything else in life that would make someone happy by doing this well i just amazing i, I just did but i appreciate what you're saying with that <laughs> and uh, like and subscribe okay y'all yeah. um as always, I want to take a moment to give a little shout out to the Between Realities community before we dive into today's epic discussion, which of course, I mean, we're always excited. Like I, I want to say, I was about to say we're excited, but like we are always excited, but we, we are. are excited. Yes. We typically will have somebody who's doing something insanely awesome in the VR space. We're lucky that way. Yeah, we are. We are. For real. Um, but I do want to say hi to people who have joined us here today for the live show. Bradley John Eaglefeather, who might, writes up a tweet about the episodes every single week. Dude, thank you, man. We love He's you. He's the man. Thank you. Thank you so much for being here for the live broadcast. Classy Grandma, whoop, whoop. She's here. What's up, Classy Grandma? She's the real deal. Mike Newton says... The weekend! Steven didn't even have to look. <laughs> you know? He didn't even have to look. He's our dude, and he is correct. Welcome back to... Uh, to the land of the free, my good sir. We're, we're happy to have you back in the States. And uh, I'm looking forward to maybe meeting up with you at some point next time I go to Heck yeah, that'd Ohio. be great. Yeah, he's in Ohio. Awesome. Oh, okay, cool. And nice. Cincinnati, where my work is headquarters, is in Ohio. Nice. So, Very cool. There it is. That's nice. our connection. Dark Angel's in the house. Did hey, somebody say Neos? <laughs> well, we didn't yet, but since you're mentioning it, yeah, Neos. <laughs> it's going to go down. Uh, Duggars K is here. What's up, What's VR up Good to see you, dude. Hey, hey. Um, Feyor Durkir. Oh, yeah. Feyor Durkir. Well, right. thank you for coming How's and joining us and, and commenting because it must be the first time because I don't think I've ever said that out loud. Thanks for coming. Um, yeah, Appreciate thanks for being you. here. Pabark. What's up, bro? Hey. Good to see you, man. Pabark is an OG homie of mine. You know, Skiva met him at my bachelor party. He was a bearded fellow with a leather jacket looking like uh, like he belongs in a biker gang or something like that. <laughs> Just like, that's like the, like the switchblade nice. <laughs> vibe, you know? But he's, he's a dude who loves video games yeah. and loves VR, but like hasn't been able to like get into it at the right time. Like mm -hmm. he bought a quest and tried to do PC VR with it and just like his PC couldn't run the games, mm. blah, blah, blah. But yep, now yep, we've got the PS5. Yep. PS VR 2 is flying in oh, hot. Can't wait. And we're going to be playing can't VR wait. games together, bro. Yep. I'm for looking real. forward to it. Um, Wolfraza, what's up, man? Hey, Wolfraza. Thanks for joining us. Red Slash Ace is in the house. Hey. One of our beloved channel members. Yes, thank you. Yes, yes, yes. Mickey Burr, the, Mickey the guardian Burr. angel here at between realities <laughs> love you mickey bear revo end is here what's up revo and thanks for Hello. uh joining us here on between realities it means hey. a lot v roy boy 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 what's happening v. he's roy here boy. he's here he's he's v roy boy and he's here <laughs> uh virtual steve is here well kind hey, of what's he up says, virtual steve out to the out to dinner with the family or else he'd stay uh but he's got about 20 plus hours in neos Right, this thing. Yeah, I just introduced him recently to me. In the last few weeks, working yeah. on his own social game. Interesting. Heck yeah. Oh, can't wait to hear more about it. He that. hopped in and immediately started making a game. Dude, he's got skills. He does. He he's is pretty rad. Under, underrated. Underrated. Yeah. And underfollowed. Yep. Like, seriously, y'all, you should check out Virtual Steve. He does really cool stuff. Yeah, he does. Um, getting things done. Hey! What's up, baby? What's up? Great to see you. Thanks for stopping by, Mr. GJ Dun Dun Dun. Uh, Blizzado is in the house as well. Hello. That's right, Blizzado. Thanks for being here. 
Gamertag VR, Mr. PSVR 2 himself. Wow. You know? I love me some GT. Me too, man. He, he, is, <laughs> he is the true homie, I gotta say. He is. Good dude. Yeah. Good dude. Amazing content and truly wants to see VR be all it can be. Mm-hmm. Love that guy. Yeah. I, uh, I had a great little excursion with him when we were in Salt Lake. It's like nice. me and him walking through the streets, going, going to a nightclub, getting ripped off. Oh, it was a great time. It was a great time. Yeah. I remember it fondly, even though that happened. Yeah. Um, always good to see you, Mang. Uh, Bluebell's here. Hey, Bluebell. What's up, Bluebell? Thanks for being here with us. Amelia Faust in the house. Hey, that's another person I recently, uh, brought into Neos and now she isn't able to leave. Anybody who takes the Neos tour with Skiva gets, gets stuck there. (laughs) You know, that's, that's just it. She uh, came over from Second Life, so this is going to be a very interesting episode for her, I think. Mm-hmm. That is interesting. Mm-hmm. Second Life, that's uh, somewhat relevant to today's conversation. Yeah, we just found out. Um, so, Amelia is here. Thanks for showing What's up. What's up? Thanks for coming. Um, Jenna Sequoia, how are you doing? What's up, Jenna? Jenna's in the house. How's it going? Yeah, and Tribe Grey Wolf. Oh, Ooh. that is right, baby. What's up, Tribe? He's here. Hey, by the way, shout out Tribe Grey Wolf getting involved in this HTC thing. Yeah, dude, right? HTC flew tribe, the whole tribe, him and Jordy, Uh out to headquarters, like did a giveaway for the channel, like all kinds of cool stuff. Dude, like I'm living uh, vicariously through you, brother. Like, good job, congratulations, man. Classy grandma hitting the. Oh, (laughs) wrong button. (laughs) God damn it. (laughs) Classy grandma hitting the $5 super chat saying it's called Between Realities. And we love you guys. Gosh, is, 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 does, does, that, does, does it get any better no. than a classy grandma it super chat? It does not. I love classy grandma. Oh, gosh. <laughs> That's funny. Um, yeah, this chat has just been really, really awesome. It has been. I think there is also a second super chat by classy grandma as what? well. She went out and just recently got a computer to get into PC VR. No way. And so, you know, I've been like, yo, going into Neos. Let's go. And she won full body yep. trackers from tribes. She did. She so did. She's going to be hopping in there like, like full blown avatar, <laughs> complete immersion style. Oh my it's gosh. Be great. Wow. Well, yep. you know, zero to 60 when you get into VR. Yeah, for and, sure. And you get it. Yeah. Daniel Kaz in the house. He's I, here. What's up? Thanks for being here, Daniel. VR spry guy, 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 guy. He says, hello, everyone. Hey. Thanks for being here, man. Um, Sphyxia. Ooh, what's up, Sphyxia? Thanks for coming hello. by. That's a hello, new hello. name. I love it. Guido7335, another uh, beloved channel member. What's up, buddy? Yeah, dude. He's the deal. Uh, Epic Easton 197 Thanks for rolling hey. through. Hope Neos isn't going down. Us too. We'll have to figure out what's going on with that thing. Um, Hussein X is also here. Hussein what's X up, is Hussein everywhere. X? You just can't miss Hussein X if there's a show going He's a man. It's, He's been in a part of the community... Uh, since the very beginning, mm-hmm. one of the OGs. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What about the Grumpy Duck? Oh heck yeah! What's up, Grumpy? The Grumpy Duck. If you ever want to, you want to hear an episode with some profanity in it. <laughs> go back and watch one. our Grumpy Duck episode. <laughs> I thought I swore a lot, and uh, you know, <laughs> Grumpy Duck. He's the guy. Uh, he's an expressive fella. Yeah, gotta he say, is. Todd. What's up, Todd? Hey, Todd. What do you think? Of, you think the sweater? I mean, I know I've worn the hoodie on the show before, but it's just like, you know, if I need something that's like a little warmer, I always grab my Q2C VRG hoodie. Todd's another one that's like, what's Neos? And eventually I got him in there 
and uh, another one that hasn't left since. He's made all kinds of cool custom stuff in there. He's made worlds. He's made toys. He's like in it now to win it. So, mm-hmm. yeah. So anyway, the stream delay to answer the question for Epic Easton here is not as long as it seems. It's it about just, 20 seconds, I yeah, think. Yeah, it just took us a while to get yeah. through the chat, and yeah. uh, you know, you got you to start at the top, right? Yeah. I see Creeper Betty here. What's up, oh, Creeper hey, Betty? Creeper How's it Betty? going? How did you slip through the cracks? Hello. Oh, sneaky Betty. <laughs> sneaky. Sneaky, sneaky creeper. Sneaky Betty. And, uh, oh, Feyor Durkir. I think I, I think I shouted out Feyor earlier. Okay, well, anyway, thanks for being here, everyone. You guys aren't the only ones here. We also have a guest today, which is nothing new here for Between Realities. We always have guests, and I think that's, that's one of the things about Between Realities, you know? It is. We always have a guest. And you know what's exciting about this guest is every week I somehow find a way to, t- to gush about Neos. And this episode... It will be completely acceptable for me to do so the yeah. entire time. Yeah, th- yeah, I mean, you know, we've been we've been dealing with it. You know, we've been, we've been allowing you. All, ultimately, it's half your show, so whatever you want to talk about Neos every day, that's fine. Um, but this is a real Neos episode because we have a uh, a graphics programmer. Is that right? Is that the right title? I believe so. Well, I'll ask him when he yeah, gets here. I think that's pro- right. A graphics programmer that works directly on the Neos project. And uh, yeah, if it hasn't been made completely uh, obvious by now, it's one of our favorite things in VR, if not our favorite, definitely mm-hmm. Skiva's favorite. Definitely my sure. favorite. Yep. Um, so let's let's welcome him on, please. Everybody, welcome to Between Realities, Geens from Neos VR. What's up, Geens? Hey. Hey there. What's Great up, to be man? on the show. Heck yeah. Thanks, Thanks for, for coming, joining dude. us, dude. Thank you Thanks for Thanks for the invite. Absolutely. Yeah. Well, uh, you know, we we got to to meet up in Vegas. You know, yeah. uh, you and Chroma from the Neos team were were romping around Vegas together, and uh, you know, long story short, we ended up at the same place. You you came to our industry party, and we were able to kick back a few drinks and get to know each other a little bit, and uh, you know, the rest is history, right? Here you are. You've joined us. Yeah. Yeah. Was that the best night of your life, or just us? <laughs> Oh goodness! Uh, yeah, no, that was that was very fun. Uh, definitely had a blast. So, <laughs> well, glad you could make it, man. That's good. We were so stoked that uh, that you were coming, that Chroma was coming, even Nexelin came, mm-hmm. which is pretty awesome. Yeah, you know, mm-hmm. another uh, community member and 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 part time helper, I think maybe over there. So yeah, yeah it was great. It's so great to like see these familiar faces uh, in human avatar form, right? So. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, uh, it was definitely great to come out. Uh, it was, uh, CES was honestly a blast. Saw a lot of really cool things, uh, this year. Um, can't wait for next year. Uh, hopefully VR has, uh, at least the same kind of presence as it did this year, if not bigger. Yeah. Yeah. I'm sure that'll be the case every year that we've gone. The VR presence has gotten bigger and bigger and bigger. Um, and you know, it's, it's wild because you go there and it's like you would think the entire show is about VR because every single CES, uh, you know, promotional material has someone in a VR headset. You know, there was Sony PlayStation totally. VR 2s all over everything. Like literally, it just had such a huge presence. And um, and I can't wait for it to become even bigger. Yeah, dude. Yeah. Even like booths that weren't VR had yeah. VR in them. I know. You know. It's like typically it's like only VR like if they have a yeah. headset, they're like selling that headset, yeah. <laughs> you know, like we walked by like ADT, which is a home security system. And they had a VR telepresence robot where you could like trap yourself in a safe room. If you get if like 
people come in and try to steal all your stuff and then you can put on a vr headset and like take telepresence control over a robot and go out there and beat them up and like you know just wild stuff man we we definitely are in the future living in the future right now mm-hmm. really cool oh, stuff yeah. yeah and speaking of psvr2 like you know i think that that's like one of the yeah price point is a little bit high especially considering you need the playstation 5 mm-hmm. to go with the psvr2 which thankfully those have finally started to get to reasonable prices but like getting vr into the living room uh without needing like a high-end gaming pc like that's big and like good vr too at that uh, as well yeah. like I, I think that like the stars are starting to align in terms of like consumer vr really becoming this big deal finally after many years of this being like really more of an enthusiast sort of thing and ah uh, yeah well you also got a quest go to, to boot there yeah, on the right. side of things <laughs> Right. It is so it is so cool because the PSVR two, for anyone that doesn't know, um developers are saying that they are seeing a ten percent increase in the PSVR two with this dynamic foveated rendering and uh the power of the PSVR two over high end gaming computers running a thirty ninety TI. Which is like which is thousands of dollars. So so when I bought I have a thirty ninety and I bought it at launch and that card by itself was two thousand dollars. Right. So the TI came out as an upgrade to the thirty ninety and developers are getting better performance on the PSVR two than they are with high end gaming PCs, which is nuts. Which means so many people are gonna be able to like really see amazing mind blowing VR. Um you know, for the price of a cell phone. Mm-hmm. That's nuts. That's yeah. nuts. And I personally mm-hmm. love how like with a console, like like if you're gonna if you're trying to get into VR and you're like, okay, I guess I gotta get a computer, you go out and you get the computer and the headset and the everything. You know, like it all yeah. comes as this like one big huge lump that is all made for a specific purpose. Yeah. But there's so many people out there who already have ps5s yeah like they bought it without even thinking about vr and now christmas is coming up you know mom doesn't know what to get them or you know the girlfriend doesn't know what to get or you know whatever it is like it's a it's a gift for someone who's into gaming who has a ps5 who uses it all the time and they won't even realize what's about to hit them you know like (laughs) it's gonna be like when the playstation vr1 came out like i didn't know what was going on and then i went to best buy and slapped a headset on and i was like oh my god yeah like what for real what so i I really do think it's gonna blow a lot of minds i think it is going to get traction and not everybody believes that it will a lot of people are like worried about the success of the psvr2 or whatever but i am feeling pretty confident that we are going to see a entire new wave of vr users who were not previously involved i think so too i do Mm -hmm. You know, the, 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 good, the other good thing, there's so many good things. One of the other good things about having a PlayStation VR, right, is like if you go out and you invest in PC VR, you know, like you said, you got to get the computer, you got to get the headset, you got to kind of know what you're doing because you got to get the right kind of graphics card, you got to get things to make your PC run VR well. And then you have to like do all the PC VR stuff, right? You got to like get a Steam account. You got to, maybe if you get an Oculus headset, you got to install all the Oculus stuff or the meta stuff, right? Then you got to like troubleshoot things. Things don't always work properly. To this day, I, I start on my headset sometimes, there's no sound. And then I got to like figure out what's happening. Like, but this is like, you plug it in, you turn on the console and that's it. That's all she wrote. It's beautiful. Good to go. It's 
it's even simpler than like the PSVR one where you had like the move camera, then you had the move controllers, mm-hmm. and then you had to go through and run cables for pretty much everything. Just one and done. That's it. You're done. Boom. Do you, Fantastic. Did you pre-order it? Do you have a PS5? Do you have all that stuff? Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. Um, and I mean, like, I, I'm really interested just to kind of see like where the AAA side of this is really going on the console side. Uh, you know, for, of course, like on PC VR and even like on Meta's uh, hardware as well. You know, like we have some really good experiences there, but you know, as you guys said, you know, it, it, it's it's a hassle for the PC VR side of things. Meta makes this pretty easy in terms of like really being able just to jump in and do things but like we're still not at that sort of triple a kind of graphics quality or you know triple a quality experiences necessarily in that regard uh so far the only like there's only been so many companies who've even gotten close and it's been on the pc vr side i mean i know it's uh what a three almost four year old game at this point but like half-life alex is still kind of like the benchmark if you want to do like triple a pc vr gaming at this point and we haven't really seen many things that are as compelling as that uh then again that also has a little bit of that valve magic going there as well certainly we have like boneworks and bone lab which have gotten close in a lot of regards to kind of being able to deliver these kinds of experiences but we don't really have something that has that full triple a sort of package that people tend to expect meanwhile on the console side where we i mean sony being a very big company uh with probably one of the the most if not the most popular console out there short of maybe the the nintendo switch um they're very picky about who they go through and partner with these sorts of things they want to understand what it is you're trying to build they want to understand you know what kind of quality bar are you trying to achieve and they partner accordingly here yeah yep man this is exciting this is this is truly exciting time for vr i've been like like actively avoiding reviews and footage and stuff like i'm like you know i don't like spoilers i don't like seeing things about stuff ahead of time because like i if i am committed to doing the thing you want to you want want every single second of it like i don't need you showing me a waterfall you know but i've seen some waterfalls and man, does call them out and look good. God, it looks so good. Like the colors oh. and everything, just like the the fidelity of. I mean, I haven't even been in the yeah. headset. I've just seen. Footage. Yeah, last time I have been that blown away uh, was with Half Life Alex, and this looked better. I got to play it for thirty minutes, and and Call the Mountain is just. I just, man, people are gonna like. I truly believe it's gonna, we're gonna break some eye tracking with this because people are gonna be in there crying. wow you might be right you know i this is something that i haven't mentioned yet but uh and i i don't know we haven't talked about this but uh when we were in salt lake city for the val event we did our podcast well not our podcast we did i guess it was q2c's podcast Uh we did the q2c podcast live with eric and todd from a dave and buster's in Salt Lake City while simultaneously the Among Us VR Shell Games event was happening. Mm-hmm. And the only reason that uh, we were able to do that is because the dude who was working at Dave & Buster's, is Brian, I believe his name was, mm-hmm. um, was amazing. Like the dude yeah. helped us so much. He completely rose above and beyond the call of duty like drove todd i think to a guitar center or something yep. to buy something that we needed yep. like he was like pulling out all the dave and buster's resources and he was just generally a rock star he was so afterwards we were like we couldn't have done that without this dude and what can we do to like you know just like get, show him our thanks let's send him a quest too 
Mm -hmm. So we did. We sent him a quest too. And it's like at a time when he's like, I think he's getting ready to have a kid or something. And like, was pretty busy and we didn't hear from him for a while, but eventually maybe a month or two after we sent him this quest, we got a message from him saying, Hey guys, I've been busy, this, that, and the other thing, but I just wanted to thank you guys for sending me this quest. And he shared a story about how his dad was an avid Star Wars fan or is an avid Star Trek. Star, Star Trek. Uh -huh. His dad is an avid Star Trek fan and he was able to put his dad into Star Trek bridge crew and his dad wept with the headset on. Mm -hmm. And that is just like some of the most crazy and like, I don't know, like it like brings it back to like the beginning for me. You know what yeah. I mean? Like when you hear a story like that, it's like, Oh yeah. Like, you know, I'm used to VR now. Like I put, I put the headset on and take it off like, you know, 10 times in a row doing different things, just like instantly flipping back and forth between realities, you know, a, but, uh, I just said the name of our show. That's like, oh. <laughs> I was like, no. it's like, Oh, some break. Yeah, no, no, no. <laughs> but, but he, but he cried wearing the headset and like never thought he would be on yeah. the, the enterprise or whatever the thing is called. And like, I don't know, man, that's, it just speaks to the power of all this stuff. And, uh, yep. it felt like a good, a good moment to share that. Yep. Yeah, people are going to lose their minds, man. You know, uh, I can't wait. I can't wait. It's like six days away or five days away mm -hmm. or something now. Yep. So, I got like six games installed and ready to go. Right. So ready to all go. of this said, yes. Neos for PlayStation VR 2 is confirmed. <laughs> uh, unfortunately, I can't speak to that. <laughs> confirmed. <laughs> confirmed by Alex, who has nothing to do with Neos. <laughs> No, how uh, sick would that be though? I, I haven't seen another platform that might be able to run Neos besides PC VR. Right? That's a good point. It would be really cool, right? I mean, yeah, if Neos needs any help getting a hold of Sony, hit me up. I'll help. I'll help. <laughs> we'll see. We'll see about that one. Well, for now, for now. Neos is PC VR only. Yeah. And honestly, um, I think that that is one of the things that like contributes to Neos maybe being more of like a underutilized or underrepresented metaverse platform in the space. You know, people, when they think about these metaverse platforms or social platforms in VR, they basically immediately go to uh, VR chat, mm -hmm. rec room, you know, maybe even, I don't know, basically those two, right? Is there another one that really stands out? Uh, well, now Horizon. Horizon, yeah, that's mm -hmm. true. A lot of people use Horizon, yeah. um, but the reason why they use all of what well, the reason why these are so popular is because they're all ac accessible via the Quest. I mean, VR mm -hmm. Chat was doing pretty good before the Quest came around, but yeah. the Quest is what makes it yeah. usable by right. so many different people. Yeah. Um, with so, a with a you know a, an affordable price point. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Hey, what do you what do you think? Do you uh, gains that when in, ter in terms of like standalone? You know, do you see it? happening in this current generation do you think we'll be waiting for like a quest 3 or something before we can start to imagine neos kind of hitting a standalone device well i mean first of all we do have a version of neos uh, for standalone that uh, you can obtain uh, through the patreon uh, today however you know of course it has its own problems its own quirks uh that we need to work out here um but like really it's kind of weird to kind of say like, oh, well, standalone where is where it's at when it comes down to Neos because of what Neos fundamentally is at the end of the day. You can think of it more as like a collaborative game engine. Uh, one comparison I always see being drawn is it's collaborative Unity engine, which not quite what we're going for, but kind of where it's gone. Um, that's not a bad thing necessarily, but it does require like world authors for example, to optimize their experiences 
for a standalone device such as the Quest 2. Um, one thing I would love to at some point in the future uh, start messing with is like really getting it onto like the Quest Pro, for example. I have one um, and I actually love it as my travel headset. Uh, the eye and face tracking. I mean, I'm sorry, it's Neo. So like, we're all about like having yeah. immersive avatars and stuff like that. Gotta mm -hmm. have the eye and face tracking when you're on the go, right? Um, but like, that's gonna be the big thing for something like Neos is putting that ability to optimize for specific kinds of hardware in world creators' hands, like content creators. It's ultimately on them to figure out, like, okay, what's the best way to make this work? Um, you know, I want to target it for Quest 2. You know, how do I balance everything here? How do I balance the graphics? How do I balance the functionality and things like that? And that's really what we're more about is giving people those sorts of tools to do these sorts of things for that kind of hardware. Which is awesome. But, you know, I'm not a world builder. You know what I mean? And like, I don't think the vast majority of social VR users are either. Like, the reason why I love Neos isn't because of the building tools or the collaborative tools, which I appreciate because it ultimately is what ends up getting me all of this amazing content, but it is the, like, the, the stuff that everyone else does that blows me away about Neos. Like I can go there and I can just be like a, like a tourist, you know, like I can just visit the worlds. I can play with the toys that people let me play with. I can have the interactions with the other people that are in there without doing the work. And to me, like, that's the best part. Like, I mean, I, I'm just not into world building. I have no desire to like have an idea and then turn it into something. I love everyone else's ideas though. <laughs> and I've had more fun in Neos than I've had in any other platform. So while uh, I totally see where you're coming from there, I'm obviously coming at it from like a, I guess like a, a normal user perspective, right? Yeah. Like somebody who just wants to go into worlds with friends. Yeah, and th that's definitely one of the types of people that pop into Neos, right? Are the people that that want that, you know, VR chattish experience, right? Where they just want to go in, they want to play with stuff, they want to visit worlds, and they want to hang out with their friends. And they don't want to do any developing. But then there are people, and I bring in a lot of new people into Neos, right? There are, you will see the people's faces light up that have that like creative, like, mm -hmm. like, uh, I, like I would love to be able to design something in a, in a game or in VR, but I don't know how to, but they, they, they have that in them. And then you start showing them some of these tools and some people, they just like, they get it. And then all of a sudden they're in there building things and they're making things and they've discovered this new love of creativity and virtual worlds and, and being able to express themselves through, through this almost, you know, dreamlike VR experience that you have full control over. Yeah. It's uh, it's pretty wild. And when I see the people that um that get that and all of a sudden they're hooked and they're in their building that's like maybe the most gratifying um when i when i give all of these tours right because ultimately those are the people that are going in there and that are going to make the platform better i like platforms like this because it's not on the company uh to make it awesome right all of these people come in and they contribute and everyone's able to build it's essentially like hiring an army to like build worlds, but all of these people are doing it because they want to and they love building and, and expressing they themselves right tools and, and have the right tools, right? Yeah, and just to kind of like tack on to that point, like that that's kind of like what our job is, is to make sure content creators have the best tooling that they possibly can available to them at all times. Because if you can do that, you know, then you can go through and talk about like, all right, well, how do we have that 
great, super solid social experience. Um, like, you know, I, I, Second Life, which is kind of what my 9 to 5 is nowadays, you know, on Second Life, we kind of cater to both, right? You have people engaging in those social experiences, but you also have that developer side as well. You can completely ignore the developer side, and if you're a developer and you just want to make content and just give it to the masses, you can ignore the social side as well. Ultimately, there's a balance that has to be struck there. You can have both, and both can be very well refined. Um, but, you know, you, you really got to kind of figure out, like, okay, well, what priority are we going to focus on today versus tomorrow? And right now, you know, our biggest focus has been, for a good bit here, uh, kind of making sure that tooling is just right. So that as a content developer, you can create these optimized, immersive, like, crazy experiences that other people can just walk into and experience with their friends. Um, but, you know, of course, you know, th there is a certain uh, there's a certain requirement on our side to make sure that these tools aren't, you know, too, too difficult to get the hang of, making sure that our technology is most importantly able to scale out without developers having to really, you know, understand every little nook and cranny. Although you can kind of uh, see Neos as more of a game engine than it is like, say, a chat application. Um, we still have to go through and make sure that these tools are still easy to work with at the end of the day. There's a reason why Unity, for example, got as big as they did. I mean, hell, they went IPO, I want to say, what was it, two years ago? They got that big because they uh, were really focusing on making sure it's easy to build games with their engine, as opposed to, say, Unreal Engine, where, I mean... <laughs> I've worked with Unreal over the years, and it gets a little bit complicated to work with uh, versus un versus Unity, where it's super easy to just to dive right into. And that's kind of really what we want overall, if you're going to develop for the Neos platform, is that you can just jump right in. Uh, and then we also have that social side, which similarly, you can just jump right in and jump into an avatar, uh, go through and, you know, someone can give you something they can add to your inventory and just run around, you know, either just socializing with people or do my favorite pastime, which is being an absolute gremlin on the platform. <laughs> <laughs> being an absolute gremlin. I love it. You know who's not an absolute gremlin is Roy Boy hitting us with hey! the 60 Schmeckle super chat. Thanks, yeah, Roy 60 Boy. 60 Schmeckles, man. I'm pretty sure that's a lot of money. He says, so happy to be here with this awesome VR fam. Such a great community. And I couldn't have said it any better. We really do have the best community out there. We really do. You know, like be, be the Between Realities community, an even better subset of the VR community, the VR as, a community as a whole. <laughs> Correct. Wow, we're finishing our. Uh, we're, we're finishing each other's sentences. sentences. <gasps> oh, <laughs> I finished. Okay, yes, that was good. Hey, by the way, Ash Weststar gifted yes. five Between Realities memberships Ooh, in the yeah. chat. That is pretty awesome. That is awesome. Thank you, Thank Ash you. Westar. Um, that's so great. Classy, Grandma, Snow Toad, Michelle B, Lindsay Sherman, and Chromus Nair, who I haven't even said hi to yet. Hi, everyone. What's up, everyone? Uh, they <laughs> all got these memberships. That's so great. Cool. That's amazing. Thank now, you so much. Yeah, for now you have Appreciate awesome that. little Between Realities logos next to your Heck names. Heck yeah. That's so rad. Very cool. Dude, I love all of you so much. I know. This is I so know, great. I know, man. 
so great. Um, so community being a big topic of our show today, right? Sure. So this is this is awesome because because Neos is ultimately a place of community and a place to go in and, and hang out with people and build relationships. Just like you know, people that know me know I love to go to events. I love to network. I love to get new to know new people and make new friends, right? And to be able to do that uh, from my home in a place that has very little limitations uh, compared to real life. Uh, mm -hmm. Just made me fall in love. Yo, with Yo, also so. Space Denizen, right? And um, what's up, and boy? Tech Man Jew, what's up, bro? Hey, Tech, how's it going? Good buddy? to see you, man. And um, and Mr. Tasselhoff too. Like hey, Arcanian. Hey. Also, we got so what's many great up, people here joining us today. Heck yeah! Um, so you mentioned Second Life Geens, and I gotta be honest, I feel like no one ever talks about Second Life, like mm -hmm. as a as a virtual reality social right. social experience. Right. Um, and I. And like I, I did not realize that you also were involved with Second Life. That's pretty cool. Did for you? Did Second Life come before or after VR? Well, way before, way before. Um, like like many people um, who are into metaverse, uh, a lot of us just kind of started off like on Second Life, like way back in the two thousands. You know, I know that like for some people, that's hard to imagine. Wait. Metaverse of the 2000s? Didn't Mark Zuckerberg invent Metaverse? <laughs> what? <laughs> but no, it existed back then and even existed at least in concept before that. Um, but like back then, like uh, it was a very different kind of landscape. It was kind of like a sort of uh, 3D web, if you will. And that's kind of where Second Life was trying to go in a lot of regards. Everyone can build in this very contiguous, implicitly collaborative world. Uh, people can sell items to each other. Um, they can do all sorts of cool stuff on it. Um, and that's kind of like what that like kind of set a lot of foundations in terms of what a metaverse should be. But yeah, uh, I've been using it since goodness. I think the first account that I had was 2006, 2007 ish. Nice. And that one's been long since lost to time. Uh, but the one that I really started to use came about in 2008, uh, back whenever the Windlight uh, um, uh, viewer was uh, just starting to uh, kind of make its beta testing rounds and stuff like that, which brought one of the first major visual bumps in terms of quality for Second Life. Nice. Easton says that that's because Second Life doesn't support VR. Is that true? I thought it did. Uh, it kind of did at one point. I know someone's kind of holding that candle uh, still to this very day, like through a sort of third-party viewer. Since the viewer is open source, people can make modifications to it and ship their own versions of it. Um, but who knows what the future uh, holds in terms of VR and Second Life. So, mm -hmm. Wait, so is Second Life open source? Mm, not exactly. Uh, the uh, Second Life viewer, uh, which funnily enough... Uh, <laughs> one of the people you mentioned uh i actually worked with back in the day on a third party viewer uh the second life viewer uh, is open source uh for the most part um but yeah um you can go through take the viewer source code uh change it recompile it and uh release your own version of it cool the server awesome. on the other hand that's behind a big brick wall yeah yeah that makes sense <laughs> right that makes sense right uh, to, a, to a point i don't know i'm i'm a huge i've always been uh really big into open source i love you know when people are able to contribute to a project that they love uh be able to modify and change things to their will uh without voiding warranties and this and that and you know 
Um, but anyway, I, yeah, I just, I just love open source projects. I'm, you know, I used to be a, a Linux administrator and, you know, so mm -hmm. it's kind of a little in my blood. That's another air horn. <laughs> How's the volume of those air horns, by the way, y'all? Is that too loud? Sounds a little loud, loud to me. Uh, but Some air horns, supposed to be loud. I, I guess you're right. <laughs> Creeper Betty dropping the $10 super chat. Right. Saying, I love Neo so much. It challenges me, and every time I hop in, I learn something new. Looking forward to hearing what the next level is going to be. P.S. I'm Alex's number one fan, always and forever. <laughs> Get in line, Skiva. Get in line because I am number one for Creeper Betty, and that's the All truth. Right. I love you, Betty. Who isn't Thank a Creeper so Betty fan? If you're not, you should be. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, oh, dude, in Bluebell 2, I'll give you one of these, baby. Yeah. She says, love between realities in this VR family. I need to get into Neos very soon. Yeah. You really do. Yeah. Yep. You really do. By the way, uh, I have noticed all of the like 90s R&B song lyrics that have been filling the chat today. And got to say, I'm not mad about it. So, you know, feel free to just keep singing your hearts in there. <laughs> keep your, keep singing your hearts out because, uh, you know, it's like, I can, why, I can why are people it. singing? Well, you know, just like cause? don't go chasing waterfalls came uh, up and like, it's just like oh, other, other jams have been coming out. So I'm that's into funny. it. I'm nice. into it. So, um, all right. So Geens, when did VR happen? You know, cause you've, you've obviously been, uh, what was the, what was the word you used? Like a uh, gremlin or. <laughs> okay. Well, I mean, for me personally, um, so, um, way back when my, uh, my, my husband actually bought, uh, one of the, uh, one of the, uh, CV ones, uh, nice. from, uh, or actually no, it was a DK one. Uh, oh, um, I think I still have it at the garage somewhere, but uh, he bought one um, and he told me, Geens, you got to you got to check this out. And, you know, I, at the time I, I was kind of like, ah, I mean, VR seems kind of cool, but like it's going to mess up my hair, dude. <laughs> <laughs> And also, it, it kind of sucks right now. <laughs> and, you know, I tried it and I was like, you know what? I can see this getting better. Right. Um, and after trying it, you know, at first I wasn't really the hugest fan. I fear, ah, you know, uh, we'll, we'll give it some time, let it evolve a little bit, you know, kind of come back to it at some point. And he was a little bit of like a sort of enthusiast, uh, at least to like an extent. And like back in those days, you had to be like, I mean, yeah. man, yeah. through all that effort to get like an Oculus DK1 working. Huh. Mm. You, Which you was three off, by the way. Which is three off, so yes, very very low resolution and uh, no spatial tracking and no hand presence mm -hmm. either, right? Right, no hand. Yeah, it was like as basic as it comes, really. And well, and I mean, you know, and now you're a graphics programmer for like the coolest VR application out there. So what happened that like convinced you that like this is something that you really need to be spending time in? So what really convinced me, uh, funnily enough, uh, was working for Meta. <laughs> um, I, uh, I I started working for for Meta just before like the the Quest One really uh, came out. Like we everyone knew it was coming, um, and then I got to try one. I'm like, you know what? This is this is pretty darn good. Um, you know, like it 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 it's an all in one unit. Yeah, it's kind of a pea shooter in terms of hardware. But I can put it on and I'm just there. Um, and who knows? Maybe they'll go through and like, uh, you know, find some way to link it up to like, you know, a PC and you can use it like a Rift or something like that. And sure enough, they they, they did shortly yeah. after. 
Um, and that's really kind of where I started to like jump a little bit more into it. Of course, the index came out and uh, I, I, I immediately pre-ordered it, um, got my copy of Half-Life Axe because that looked really cool. Um, and it, it generally it, it was just all kind of downhill from there, as they say. Right. Because, you know, at that point, you know, like the, the hardware compared to, like, say, the OG Vive, uh, which we also I still have that one somewhere in the house. Um, like it was cool, but it just really wasn't super my thing. The the hardware just really wasn't there. I'm someone who gets kind of motion sick somewhat easily at times, and you know, you know, having to kind of wear sunglasses just to exist sometimes. Um, it, like I just felt like that there were there was a lot to go whenever we were in those Vive days. But then today, like looking at the original Quest, the Index. Um, and everything that's just kind of come after, it's a totally different sort of market today. And we have totally different headsets and hardware and technology that makes this a fantastic experience that's extremely immersive, so long as you have the right setup, mm -hmm. which is still a pain point. But hey, again, PSVR 2, really hoping that there's a lot of lessons I could learn from that. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, mm -hmm. you know, running Neos is not an easy accomplishment. For a machine, you know, <laughs> like, true. Oh, we're working on it. <laughs> <laughs> even like the beastly machines out there, like Skiva's with his insanely huge graphics cards, like can struggle in there, you know, yeah. and like can lose yeah. frames and like, we're still not yeah. getting that like perfect, perfect situation. But I mean, it makes sense because it's a, it, there's a lot of heaviness going on there. It is pushing the limits, mm -hmm. you know, like we're enthusiasts and we have always loved pushing the limits of what tech can do and what VR can do. And there is no better way to see what's possible in VR it's than true. in Neos. Yeah. yeah. Hey, by the way, shout out to uh Viarsis joining the Between Realities crew. I hope hey. I pronounced that right. But All thank right. you for becoming a channel member. I'll give you the air horn. I feel like I'm hurting myself with these air horns now. But I'm happy to celebrate donations and channel memberships. So thank you guys for being a part of this. And thank you, VR Viarsis, for becoming a member. And teach me how to pronounce your name because I, I cannot. <laughs> I want to make sure I'm doing it right. Um, but, you know, I want to, by the way, just for the record, say that because my, my video card is like a... Like 1070 a 1070 i have a 10 that must be like the best old video card in the world because <laughs> it's, pretty yeah, it's pretty good man like yeah. i have been able to run neos i've been able to run basically anything i've wanted on that pc and not really had too many issues and even while like recording simultaneously and stuff like mm -hmm. that so yeah. you know i don't want people to get scared off of neos thinking right. that their computer just simply can't run it like i have a 1070 it runs it and i've had yeah. some of the best time i mean you're not getting 90 frames a second no Right. But it runs it. So, you know, just, you know, taper your expectations, I guess, if you have a potato PC or something. Right. right. But right. Yeah. So, so what happened um, to get you to join the Neos team? Right. Like, tell us about oh, how that boy. happened. That's a bit of a story for sure. Um, so let's see here. I think uh, the first time I ever used Neos was in 2019. Um, and uh, it was like sometime in December of 2019. Um, and, uh, of course, you know, kind of being around Second Life and Metaverse as a field for, let's see, I want to say about 15 years at this point. So uh, it's a bit in back then. <laughs> um, you know, like, um, I, I, was, I was always kind of curious, like, okay, is there something 
Second Life like out there? Um, is there something that kind of takes a lot of like a lot of that creativity, that creative potential, and apply it in a VR space? Uh, I knew a VR chat at the time, and uh, working in an editor like Unity or something like that. It, it's not that appealing to me. It feels like too much of a job, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Um, whereas like, you know, working in Second Life, you know, you, you have people you can talk to. You have people you can work with, people who can come up to you and help you out. Um, like these are very important things when you're going through and really getting into building things for some people. Um, and, you know, just kind of uh, surveying what was out there, I found I just happened across Neos. I had a Quest 1, I plugged it in to my laptop just to see how well this would handle, and, uh, you know, it, I, I, I thought it was the coolest thing ever. I started trying to mess around a little bit, of course, back in those days, you know, we didn't, we hardly had any sessions available back then, um, and I kind of put it down for a little bit, just kind of occasionally popping in when there's an update, kind of see what was going on. Uh, kind of poking around certain things uh, here and there that technically you're not supposed to, but, mm, you know, engineers like to get a little bit curious at times. (laughs) Um, And then I want to say, like, uh, let's see, 2020 rolls around. Of course, we're full swing in the pandemic. You know, it's everyone is shutting down events, things like that. Uh, And then there was a furry convention that wanted to build a virtual event called VBLFC. Uh, which is supposed to be like a sort of extension of their real-life event. Um, and, uh, you know, I, I was kind of tinkering around in the space a little bit. I knew a lot of the decision-makers there. Um, and I said, well, how about we do something like on VRChat or Neos? Let's go through and, like, you know, figure out how much this is going to cost and all this other stuff. And Neos really stuck in a lot of regards. And, you know, I just sat here and thought, you know what? This... I know how I could probably make this better from a graphical perspective. There's a lot of easy wins here. Um, I have a few ideas on how we can make, like, for example, custom shaders work eventually someday. Um, And, you know, I know generally Unity vaguely well enough from an API standpoint that I could just replace Unity with a whole new graphics engine. Let's talk to some people. Um, so I think that's really wherever I first engaged Fruxius, uh, about this stuff and, uh, kind of, we started like talking a little bit, have had a little bit of back and forth, went into 2021 and then, uh, kind of got to a point where, um, there was apparently a vote on the team to see if, uh, there was any interest in bringing me on. And, uh, next thing I knew, um, you know, I was being invited to, uh, to a, uh, private session and hey, you're a team member. Boom. <laughs> Congratulations. That's so cool. Yeah. That's really cool. How's Thanks. it, uh, you know, have you, have you enjoyed it? Is it something that you're proud of, you know, being a part of the Neos team? Well, I'll be honest, like, um, it has its challenges. Um, any team has its challenges. Like, let's be real here. Yeah. Like, uh, you're always going to run into those sorts of things. But that being said, you know, um, definitely it's a team that I, I stand in solidarity with uh, across multiple things. It's a team that I enjoy working with um, most of the vast majority of the time here, you know. Um, so, yeah. Yeah, I, I'd say I enjoy being where I am uh, on the team. Nice. So speaking of the Neos team, how many people do we have uh, contributing to this project from, you know, that are official to Neos? Well, I'd say at this point, about 14, um, like in terms of like official 
people who are doing things today or well mm, who have been doing things we'll say uh historically mm-hmm. right nice on. nice cool so you mentioned that you uh were you got involved uh basically like looking to contribute to a, a furry convention that was happening in vr right that's mm-hmm. what that was happening and a lot of it it seems like there is a very strong furry community on like all social vr platforms right like mm-hmm. vr chat you know there's a strong very furry community there and some people get the wrong impression and think something like oh it's only for furries and same with neos like every time i've gone into neos so many of the people that i meet in there are furries but i gotta be honest like i don't exactly know what it means to be a furry right and i think a lot of times people kind of come to their own conclusions or make assumptions or you know, think it's like, I don't know, something that's like really taboo or something like that. Um, but I am curious, like, can you enlighten us a little bit on like furry culture? Oh boy. That's always a loaded question. <laughs> um, I, I'll do my best. Thank you. <laughs> um, so the furry fandom. Okay. Um, I guess you could kind of, you can kind of think of it more akin like uh, to like anime fans, like otakus and stuff like that, uh, only with a few other elements on top of that. Um, so like th- there's a lot of people in the LGBTQ community. Uh, well, I wouldn't say the overall LGBTQ community, uh, but like there's a lot of uh, furries who are in LGBTQ. Uh, for a lot of them, they just want to be a funny animal person on the Internet. That's pretty much the long and short of it for the most part. Um, Furry conventions are a way for these people to meet up in real life a lot of the time. And uh, for the most part, they're largely just normal people. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Whenever you actually meet them in person. Um, Don't count me on that list. I'm very much not normal. (laughs) 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 Well, but, uh, you know, I mean, there's got to be some kind of, uh, I mean, are there misconceptions out there that that together we can squash? You know, because like I said, like I've been in Neos a bunch of times and there's furries running around all over in there. But like, it's always just been completely normal and chill as far as I'm concerned. You know what I mean? And I sometimes, I don't know, I feel like there's a stigma out there that I would love to like find a way to like, I don't know, maybe lessen. I mean, like, uh, well, it depends on what I can actually talk about here because furry (laughs) is a very big rabbit hole. Right. That's about... uh, 40 meters wide on either end uh-huh. so um <laughs> mm. um so uh like a lot of people i i would say um the sex part of it is probably the one thing that a lot of people like to talk uh, like to point to immediately right. that's all some weird sex thing when it really isn't whenever you get to know these people they're just regular people they just want to exist and that's about it and they're just really looking for a safe 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 space to exist Um, And oftentimes, you know, they tend to group together kind of like the community we have on uh, and a lot of parts on Neos and a lot of parts on VR chat. Even Second Life for a very long time had a very strong uh, furry community presence there. Um, It's just kind of like what you see happen around uh, the furry community is that we tend to group together in a lot of uh, regards there uh, just because we feel safe really at the end of the day. So, Mm -hmm. yeah. And I mean, I imagine just like, having the ability to have a fully custom avatar and then embody that like if that is your form of expression or something that you choose to do to express yourself then like the freedom that you get in something like neos or something like vr chat to express yourself in that way is really is hard to find elsewhere i guess right 
Yeah, absolutely. And I mean, that kind of like gets into like some of the identity mechanics around uh, like metaverse. And I know there's a lot of people in the metaverse industry today who are like, well, why wouldn't you want to be a human? It's like, because it's the Internet, <laughs> you know, <laughs> like um, I can be a funny space bird raptor thing on Neos and people are just like, oh, OK, that's cool, whatever. Um, I can be some robot thing uh, on, say, Second Life. OK, that's cool. And like, you know, it's kind of like one of the big things for us is just like we can be. Hey, mom and dad said we can be whatever we want to be whenever we were kids. So I'm going to be some weird space raptor. <laughs> I mean, cool. I love it. I abs I am into freedom of expression. Yep. I am into being what you want to be. And I am into not stigmatizing that. So I appreciate you uh, being willing to dive into that a little bit with us because, um, you know, I, I don't know. I feel like furries get a bad rap sometimes just spitting it bluntly. You know what I mean? Like people just, I don't know. They like immediately want to write it off as like something weird or something like that. And, you know, I'm not a furry. It's not uh, any expression that I've ever personally felt like I wanted to have, but I completely understand it. And well, not completely, but I totally see, I can, I feel like I'm starting to understand it. And, uh, you know, I support it. I support that level of freedom of expression. So yeah, it's yep. cool. It's cool to be able to go on the internet and be anything and do anything, especially in a 3d VR world that you can make anything happen on the fly with other people. Yeah. Right. It's, mm -hmm. it's really, really cool. I, um, you know, I hang out with everyone the same, just like I do in real life. It doesn't matter how you choose to express yourself, how you choose not to, People are people, right? You know, so it's cool. Yeah, don't be yeah. a dick is like kind of the the yeah. mantra across the world. You yeah, know? like if you're just not mean, or yeah. like nice, you know, like we'll get along. Yeah, you know, I actually I've said this a million times, but I personally feel like I can be friends with anyone, literally anyone, so long as two things happen: one, we have a single mutual interest, and two, both people are being authentic. If both people are being are keeping it real and we have a single mutual interest of any kind, we can be friends. Like that is those are my only requirements. Like something that I like and keep it real with me because I'm going to keep it real with you. And boom, we can we can become homies and it doesn't matter how you choose to express yourself. It doesn't matter if you have a different sense of humor than me or whatever. We can get through all of that, you know? Mm -hmm. um, yeah. So so ultimately, Neos is a place. Like we said, we can go in and you can be anything, do anything, but it's a place where you can go to foster community and to hang yeah. out. You know, we, we lived through a global pandemic where for a while there, it wasn't, you weren't, you couldn't go out and hang out with people. And I found a lot of refuge, if you will, in being able to go in and hang out with my friends and see my friends on a daily basis and keep that bond strong. Right. And, and really grow the relationships with the people that I, that I love, you know? Um, and so I had, you know, I, I just, I have this love for Neos and, and a lot of these different platforms, not necessarily just Neos because you can do this in Rec Room, you can do this in Horizon. But for me, Neos is where I really was blown away and really just wanted to spend a lot of my time. Um, so I feel like community is such a strong part um, mm -hmm. of where we are today. Dude's and while we talk, I'm actually going to roll... Uh, I'm going to roll just some pictures of, of hanging out in Neos here a little bit too. Speaking um, of the community here, bro, Mr. Mm -hmm. Survivor, right? Here it comes. Everybody close your ears. Woo! 
Ooh, there's another air horn. Mr. Survivor dropping 20 bucks as a super chat, saying, I really appreciate this group so much. Okay. Contrary to Betty, you're both my number one. Aww. That's so cute and nice. Aww, uh, that right shipment conf confirmation on the PSVR 2 was the best email I've gotten all year. Right? Man, I agree with you there, Survivor. <laughs> that is so exciting. We are all beyond hyped for the PlayStation VR 2 and um we are we need to like make sure that we're all getting together and doing PlayStation together. Yes. There must be some I I know like initially there's not going to be a ton of multiplayer experiences, but there's got to be some and I want to mm. do them all with all of you. Yep. Uh we also Absolutely. have Dude, did Ash Westar gift another 5 memberships? No way. Holy crap. <laughs> no way. Dude, did you bring Ash Westar to this to this show, Geens? <laughs> Maybe. Wow. Well, Ash Westar is is killing it. Now has gifted Aww. 10 Between Realities memberships <laughs> to everybody here, and uh, we're very grateful to that for that. Thank you. Thank you, so, Ash. So Thank you so much. So, so actually, going back to the little second life thing, Ash Westar um, is actually someone that I worked with previously on, like, uh, third-party viewers. Uh, we actually uh, were working on one together. Uh, back, I want to say, oh, 2011, something like that, um, where uh, we basically were trying to build like a sort of like gaming viewer, basically. It was pretty well optimized, uh, added a little bit of graphics, uh, you know, magic to it, um, made it look good, made it perform good. Um, and that kind of set the scene for like some um, uh, some visual improvements that would uh, land about a year later in change uh, where we brought normal and specular mapping to Second Life to make it look like something that wasn't made in like 2002. <laughs> yeah, <right? laughs> nice. Just kind of shows you the power of open source does actually matter it when does. it comes down to these sorts of things. It does. Mm -hmm. I agree. Shout out Royboy2 becoming a channel member for looks like the fourth month in a row. Heck yeah. Man, we've been nice. had the channel member thing for a minute now. I know. Huh. It has, yeah. Wow. Been, yeah, for sure. That's awesome. Thanks, it's dude. It's been a minute. Thanks, dude. All right. Well, uh, I don't know. I feel like I feel like it's Skiva time, you know. Skiva time. Like, yeah, this is your chance. You know, we've got Geens on the show. We're we're talking about Neos. We can ask one of one of the the hardworking Neos members oh, anything man. we want. You know what I mean? Wow. So, so what do you, what do you want to know? Man, so so it's pretty rare that I like really write down. Like when we do a show like this, I will write down a few questions. That in case me and Alex look at each other like, oh, what should we talk about next? We just have like a little pot of questions to pull from, right? But I have like, in five minutes, I wrote down like two pages of stuff yeah. here. <laughs> because like, I just, I just love Neos so much. Um, so yeah. So there's all kinds of amazing things that we can talk about here. Uh, let's get into real quick. Um, uh, what type of things does Neos support? So for me, I'm a VR enthusiast. I have all kinds of equipment. I have face trackers, I have body trackers, I have haptic vests, I have uh, everything you could ever imagine. Can you tell me a little bit how how peripherals maybe work? Is this something that the NEOS team has to go, oh, we gotta implement another thing? Um, or can the community do it themselves? Well, that's a very... Uh interesting question with a few different uh layers to it 
So uh, well, let's start with kind of like what the process is to actually add support for something. So, I mean, we do have the ability to support just about anything under the sun. Uh, thankfully, you know, Neos is sufficiently well engineered that like adding a face tracker uh, isn't the hardest, most difficult thing in the world for us to do. Same goes for like specific eye tracking setups um, um, and things like that. Um, but to kind of like uh, touch on like uh, someone third party being able to do this, uh, I'm going to use the Quest Pro as an example here. Now, of course, everyone, well, a lot of people know about the current uh, situation around updates and things like that. Uh, but I actually have a uh, pseudo, more I guess second party, something like that. I have a sort of mod that uh, I've actually made to add Quest Pro support for eye and face tracking. Um, now, of course, DFG Hiatus, a Neos community member, kind of got the ball rolling on this, and I've more or less just kind of taken it over at this point, and I've actually written like a proper device driver, and you can see the source code, you can build it, you can turn it, you can load it as a mod, and boom, you have Iron Face tracking on a Quest Pro, whether you're tethered to a computer or whether you're in the other room over Airlink or something like that. So you, it's pretty robust in terms of what we can support, and if you want to add support for something that we currently don't support, you can go through and build a mod for it since we have a pretty open modding policy. Nice. So not only can you go in and, and create things and, and uh, kind of build within Neos, but you can mod its client as well. Mm -hmm. uh, nice. Now, granted, you know, a lot of the modding stuff admittedly kind of startups like a sort of, eh, Maybe you don't tell the team about this sort of thing, but it's since evolved to the point where like, you even have team members who occasionally will go through and tinker with a mod here and there. Uh, there's at least a few people on the team who do this from time to time to go through and just kind of say, well, I want some quality of life stuff today, so I'm going to go through and you know build a mod for it. Uh, the modding community has been generally pretty active um, for past year or two, um, and uh, you know there's some really great people in there for sure. Yeah. Yeah. It's cool because, because not only can you mod the clients, you can go in and you can do all of this stuff within Neos itself and you can open inspector windows and kind of, kind of play unity, the VR game, right? Where you can all get together and, and, and do things, but you can also, um, th there's no real limit here, right? So like one of the cool things I found with Neos is, is you're not just stuck. Let, let's say in rec room, like you have a builder tool. Right. And that's what you use. And that's what he uses. And that's what he uses. And that's what she uses. And, and you make all your stuff, but the building is kind of limited to what that tool can provide. But in Neos, you can even change and create your own tools. Right. So if you, if you find a better way to do something and you're building and you find like, uh, like, Oh, I, I wish, I wish there was a tool that did this. Well, you don't have to hope and write to the company and be like, dear Neos, please make a tool. You can do it your damn self. Right, you oh, can yeah. make your own tools and modify the tools into what you um, want them to be, which is amazing. So, from the creative part of building worlds to modding the client to creating and modifying the actual build tools themselves, I have found that um, Neos doesn't have any real limitations, um, and I I've never been able to say that about almost anything that I've ever come up with and, and experienced in life in general. So when I found Neos, it really blew me away because I found that it was like your full imagination completely realized. You can do anything, you can be anything, uh, you can create anything on the fly with friends by yourself. 
uh, it doesn't matter. Um, can you think of anything that Neos can't do? <laughs> <laughs> well, a big one that always keeps on being asked, uh, for me specifically, is custom shaders. But that's a pretty multifaceted issue. It's not that we're never going to have them. It's we want to make sure that um, we do it right, basically. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Nice. Yeah, shout out Red Slash Ace, chilling in the chat. He's the homie. And uh, shout out Gearbell, who's in the chat right Gear now. Gearbell! Um, Gear maybe, Bell. maybe... What's up? I don't want to say my first time in Neos, because I feel like my first time was a pretty topical experience for the most part. Yeah. But like maybe my second time, definitely in the very early days of me going into Neos, I had the chance to meet Gearbell, and, mm -hmm. and really more, I should honestly say, observe Gearbell, <laughs> because Gearbell has made some of the craziest avatars you could ever imagine, and I'm sure she's made all kinds of other stuff too, yeah. but the avatars that I have seen made by Gearbell are second to none. And like, I'm not saying that lightly, like literally second to none. Uh, I've not noticed in brain. the chat, mm -hmm. Gearbell said, you can have superpowers with your avatar, Yep. And that is the yep. truth. Like yeah. the stuff that I like, she has avatars that like arms extend out of nowhere and you can reach all the way across a room with it. You can transform your, your being into like a, from a humanoid into a puddle of water. And there's like, so like you're, you know, she's like in this avatar that was like made out of water. So like you could turn the fist into ice and then slam something. It's just like, dude, ridiculous. Dude. Gearbell is one of the people that I first met neos and she truly solidified my obsession with the platform like like i was so blown away by what gearbell was able to accomplish in there with it's her nuts. avatars that that i i was an immediate super fan of neos yeah like immediately and ever since she's always been to me gearbell will always be the queen of the metaverse right like she, <laughs> she just makes the most incredible things. Like you were saying, she the one of the first things I saw was she had this avatar made of water. And as we're sitting there talking, she's dripping all over the floor. And there's like a puddle accumulating <laughs> yeah. over there. And then she's like, oh, I'll be right back. And all of a sudden, her feet turn into like, like blasts of water. And she goes flying across the world and like to go do something. Like someone spawned in or so, like something wild. And she comes back and there's like a fish floating around. And I'm like, oh my God, there's a fish swimming inside you. And she's like, yeah. And she reaches in and pulls the fish out. And I'm like... <laughs> Oh my god, I, I like about lost my mind. Gearbell has a huge part of my obsession with Neos. Yeah. Um, I, I was you know. stunned. Stunned. Yeah. Like I could not believe that you could do that. Yeah. Couldn't believe it. Unreal. It's can, absolutely unbelievable. What can your avatar do, Geens? You got any cool tricks up your sleeve? <laughs> I have a pop gun that sends people to floating point. <laughs> okay. That's cool. <laughs> uh, but that's an well, item. Um, I want your avatar to transform. <laughs> yeah, sorry, it doesn't do much of that. Uh it's more or less weapons of um mass hysteria. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? Uh, that's that's my thing and that's like that's like prevented me from being invited to Skiva's intro tours to Neos. <laughs> I just blast people with like rocket launchers and yes. flying. So, so, you, so I found that you got to be careful introducing people in Neos because if their first experience is someone shooting you with a bazooka and you go flying off the world and you're trying not to throw up from ye being yeeted across the universe and falling off into the void of nothing, trying to figure out how you can even get back to the people you were just hanging out with. Not 
necessarily the best experience. I'm like a vampire. <laughs> I want I want to soak up all that first time experience for my own self. <laughs> yeah, good. Your experience oh will my add God. to my own. Yes. Wow. So VR, VR with Jasmine. Hey, what's up, Jasmine? What's up, Jasmine? How you doing? Thanks for coming you by. You know, one of the other things I kind of want to show off about about Neos a little is. Um, not only can you do all of these wonderful things inside of Neos, but it, it has some really cool opportunity for creating content that can be viewed outside of Neos, right? So it has an incredible camera system that you can spawn out and you can change your point of view. You can have third person point of views. You can make your camera do all of this cool stuff and then you can export that to your display. So the social display is then mirroring the camera inside of the game uh, and you can make really, really cool things. I thought maybe it would be cool and I don't know if uh, this is going to cause some kind of DMCA thing, but I want to uh, show real quick, like me and Tribe Grey Wolf um, and Short Stack and Creeper Betty uh, went in there one day and we're like, wouldn't it be cool to kind of like remake a scene from a movie in, in Neos? And we're like, oh, well, like what's what's a good a good thing that we could do, right? And uh, and so we came up with like recreating a scene from um, from the Matrix. And I thought it'd be kind of cool to show here. It's not very long, uh, but Tribe was able to edit this together uh, and kind of put the actual scene of the Matrix uh, in the corner so you can kind of see. And it was just a fun little thing. We did it over a couple of hours, just hanging out, having fun. Are you running um, it with the audio? Yeah, I'm gonna run it with the audio. So we might, um, you know, we might get in trouble, but let's, uh, let's find out. Whatever. All right. Skiva! Help! Only human. Dodge this, Dax. So that's a fun, a fun little clip. It's so good. <laughs> it's pretty cool. I'm not going to lie. It's pretty cool that we used, we did all of that using just in-game tools, right? I mean, and then uh, um, Tribe went in and kind of put the actual Matrix scene next to it. And we tried to make it like pretty exact, but you know, we, uh, we built parts of the scene um, we modified weapons in there to work like they do in the matrix you know we tried to angle the cameras in the right way and like this isn't something that took us months or weeks this is like something we did when we were hanging out laughing having fun mm -hmm. you know um, so you can make some really really cool stuff here um, also if you watch the beginning of the show you'll notice that there's like this image of the between reality spaceship and then the camera flies through and then there's avatar sitting at the desk of course if you weren't already familiar and you see where i'm going with this that was also made in neos mm -hmm. yeah so you can do all kinds of cool stuff and just to kind of like uh kind of like further that as well i mean there's there's vtubers who use neos uh, a good bit uh just because like being able to change set pieces in real time like that is like 
a big deal for this sort of stuff. Uh, a, a, a project that I would love to go through and shout out here is the Meta Movie Project as well. Oh, oh, I God. love the Meta Movie. Oh, yes. Yes. Who actually won like a VR award as well. Yeah. They, they did everything. In, well, they did uh, about as much as they could inside of Neos. Uh, the entire world was built in Neos, in effect. Uh, they have uh, actors who uh, actually act out with you and role, role play with you uh, for the for, for the for the movie. and can interact uh, throughout this experience as well, all within Neos. I love the meta movie so much. And I know that some of the things that happened in my meta movie experience were like, you can't do them anywhere else. You know, like some of that stuff is so rad. Like just, yeah, I, I almost don't want to say anything about it just because I know I'm so anti-spoiler, <laughs> you know, I, know. I almost started talking about specific scenes, but trust me when I tell you that the meta movie if you are, if you like VR and you like movies and single player games, which I'm assuming basically everybody here probably does, this is unlike any other experience you can have. Like, it's a team of people all revolving, revolving, <laughs> God, all revolving. Word right there. I know, revolving. <laughs> yeah, that's like when you pistol whip somebody with like a Magnum. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but um. Yeah, there's like a team of people all revolving around the hero in the middle, you know, to give yep. one person this like incredibly immersive experience that ultimately ended up winning me over in ways that I did not even see coming. You know, I went in there with one attitude and left with a completely different one. And it all happened naturally. Like you really like I'm not the kind of guy that you could just like, I don't know, change my vibe or like get me to feel a certain way about something. But it happened a couple of times while I was in there, you know, and uh, I can't say enough good things about the meta movie. And of course we have Neos to thank for being. Yeah. The this is one of the coolest experiences I've ever done anywhere. Right. Like we go and watch movies in the theater. We play games to feel like we are a character um, in that game. It's the closest we can come to embodying a character, but imagine a world where you go, maybe there's, you have a date night or something with your, with your significant other and you go to the theater, but instead of sitting in the seats, you get up on stage and you play it out yourself. Right. And all of the actors are there improvi improvising to whatever you want to do. This isn't something that you go in and you're, they're like, you have to follow this script, right? You do what you want and the actors will evolve and change the entire thing into how, you know, like the story that you are also creating within this, right? Like mm. Alex popped one of the main characters and killed them, killed them. <laughs> Whoops. And then the whole story changed, <laughs> right? Like, like this is just, I can't say enough good things about the meta movie and experiences like it because it was something else. It really was. I didn't trust them, you know? I know. I, I know. Well, well, and I think that's kind of like a testament in terms of like what metaverse fundamentally means in terms of the future of entertainment whenever you can just change things just like that. Like, it's like, you know, everyone talks in the AAA industry like, oh, player choice. Oh, man, Fallout 4 really raising the something. Yeah. <laughs> in that regard, <laughs> if we all remember how that played out back in 2016 uh, and then you have something like the meta movie where it's just like nope you you're actually in control you are the main character these people around you yes they are real people and you can change the story like 
That's big. That's that's the big deal where it comes down to kind of to me at least the next generation of entertainment here. Yeah, because it's only going to get easier for these kinds of experiences to happen as like yeah. AI and procedurally generated content reach new levels of fidelity. Like mm-hmm. right now, we need to like you need to basically pay a whole team of actors to pull something like this off. Mm-hmm. But that's not always going to be necessary to give right. someone an experience like this. So we might see this immersive theater thing be be you know get maybe means more uh, popularity and more traction over the next like couple of years but eventually it's going to be you know chat gbt walking you through there (laughs) you know what i mean true true there are uh you know we have tools right now you type in words and they generate pictures but there are also tools uh in development that you can test out that you know generate uh 3d objects Mm -hmm. right and then eventually you just you just do some text-to-speech and you will be able to speak into existence whatever you want you Mm -hmm. know uh, I would love for something like this to be implemented into Neos and, and given time, whether, you know, I have no idea if you guys are working on anything like that or not, but given time, eventually it has to show up, right? Because that's just how technology is going. I will say that as a testament to what you could do with the platform and kind of like the, uh, I want to say like semi-open, uh, of course we're not fully open, but like that sort of semi-open nature where like either you can write a plugin because we have that plugin mechanism there that anyone can just write a plugin uh and just like improve like their the tool set that they have available to them um we actually have one just for like electronics uh simulation and stuff like that that you can tinker with today um that like uh, there are people who have actually managed to get ai working uh, with neos um there, there is one project by uh, Creolis and a few other people um, inside of Neos called the Quantum Bar. Uh, I actually got to experience this one at VR Days uh, for the first time. Uh, just met up with Creolis and he said, okay, give it a shot. Uh, and I was actually able to talk to like an AI-generated bartender uh, and actually understood things like, uh, you know, what's a whiskey? Well, this is these are the whiskeys that we have available. Which one would you like? I want that one. Okay, here you go. And, you know, like, uh, you know, like being able to, like, have a flexible sort of platform like this where people can bring these tools to the platform. That's, I think, ultimately, like the proposition for Neos is that you can build whatever tooling that you want. You're not fixed to the specific tools that we tell you to use. You can just build new ones. Mm -hmm. Uh, You can build some pretty immersive content and some very engaging content in Neos. Like the MMC is going on right now that always brings the coolest stuff to the platform without fail each and every single year um and that that's really kind of like what the lifeblood of neos is is being able to do all these cool things and being able to bring all these cool things to uh new people existing people uh bring your friends and uh let them experience it you know i mean it's really important for us that neos doesn't stop existing you know, like mm-hmm. we understand this. We know that this is the only platform that this level of freedom, this level of expression is really obtainable right now. And I don't know, was it, I guess it was last year, like things were looking pretty grim for Neos. You know, there's the whole crypto debacle and in uh, like this, you know, almost like, uh, like, you know, mom and dad were fighting at the company kind of thing that was happening. And, um, you know, for a minute there, we were all like, trembling in our boots thinking like oh man is is like what's going to happen here is neos just going to be done or or what and thankfully we're still here today you know we've got you on the show and you know everyone is still using neos and things are looking good um 
do we have to worry about Neos going anywhere? Can you can you speak to this at all? Oh, I really wish I could. Uh, about the only thing I can say is that, you know, we're all trying to find a solution at this point, uh, one that generally works uh, particularly for the community uh, so that we can kind of move forward with uh, not only just the platform, but the overall vision as well. Uh, so, you know, we're all trying our best to do what we can to to get to a good outcome here for for almost everyone involved here. Yeah. So that that would be ideal. It would really mean a lot to uh to Skiva here. You know? Yeah. I wish I could say more. Yeah. Well, if Neos ever goes away, you're gonna see me be depressed like uh you haven't <laughs> seen in, in quite some time. But I can't imagine that will be the case. There's a lot of amazing, incredibly intelligent and smart people working over there. Uh people that's problems, you know, they they troubleshoot for a living like like to create tools like this and to create platforms like this you can't be a dum-dum so i have full um like i really believe that this will all be worked out in whatever way it has to uh in order for for us to continue um using this platform mm -hmm. at least that's what i have to believe mm -hmm. <laughs> I, what do you think is uh Gaines, what do you think is really important about neos or you know about the state of vr today or social vr any of this stuff like what is something that's just like you know some low-hanging fruit that's pretty important that we should probably talk about that uh you know we haven't really gotten to yet is there anything about the platform that you think is worth mentioning or you know i just want to give you an opportunity to bring something up here well, I mean, I think generally the, the, the biggest thing that's been important to me, uh, at least uh, not only throughout my career, but personally when it comes down to this stuff, is just metaverse generally. And I know that like a lot of people, I mean, it's not like, you know, back whenever Second Life was the big deal in metaverse, whenever you say metaverse and people instantly think, ah, Second Life, that thing that, you know, I can buy land, I can build stuff with my friends, I can go through different experiences with my friends. You know, today it's a little bit of a not great situation, if I'm honest. Uh, but, like, we need to really start thinking more about, like, what metaverse even means. I've actually done uh, educational talks on this uh, in recent history. Like, what even is this crazy thing? Is it a crypto thing? And no. Sorry. Anyone who's into crypto, it's not a crypto thing. Um, is it, like, a sort of... Um, is it like a sort of like a, uh, I can put a VR headset on thing? Well, that's a part of it, sure. Is it VR chat? Mm -hmm. It has a lot of the pieces, but they don't quite come together that way. Is it World of Warcraft? Mm -mm. No, <laughs> absolutely not. It's really kind of like a sort of evolution of the internet in a lot of regards. And I think that's like where Neos and Second Life and heck, even uh, Roblox nowadays, believe it or not, is really positioning, positioning themselves to kind of build what this next generation of the internet is going to be. Probably won't even call it metaverse at that point. Well, it'll just be the internet uh, right. at, the, at, the, at that level. And I think that's kind of like where Neos is important and where like Second Life will continue to be important and platforms like Roblox where you have, you know, a, a, a much younger age group starting to kind of experience this next generation where they can kind of do that preferably in a safe space um, as they kind of grow up and uh, start to obtain higher end hardware and stuff like that so they can really truly get this full experience. Um, you know, that's kind of the, the big thing that I always like to focus on when it comes down to this stuff is like, where are we going here uh, as we continue to evolve this crazy place that we call the Internet? 
as we continue to pin down what metaverse conceptually even is and so on. Yeah. You know, does anyone out there truly think that the internet should or will stay as like almost like a piece of paper with words on it that you just scroll through forever? Does it sound very futuristic to anyone? It doesn't to me. Like to me, I see the internet being something that we can, we can become immersed in somewhere where we can go and have a presence in. Right. Like um, I could visit a website right now, but am I really visiting it? Nah. No. Just like, looking at some text yeah, up on like, a, in a browser. Visit. Right. site visit go there these things. you want to you yeah. want to go to amazon and try on some like like look at some clothes no like pick them up hold mm-hmm. them touch them you know going going to class going to school and sitting on a video call um you know and, and seeing text up on your screen why would you do that we're, we're we're coming up in a time where where you can see in in great detail all of these things you can stand next to the sun and hold the earth in your hand and truly see the size and the, and the difference and then and then have things come up that tell you all the statistics about all the things that you need to know you want to like learn about how a shark works go in there hop into the shark pop in its mouth flow through its bloodstream and and see <laughs> see how it works go down into its dna and see it for yourself touch it and hold it this is not like seeing text on a screen while that was a great first step that is not mm-hmm. our end point in my opinion um and i you know i i can't imagine anyone wanting it to end there that's beautifully said my good sir well, thank you and uh, you're not and, you gonna know, uh go ahead Gaines. We, we even have precedent around a lot of this stuff that's been evolving for the past decade and change around this uh whenever i first really started to uh, take on metaverse as a profession. This must have been like back in 2009, 2010. I was working for a startup that uh, was building like a patient training simulator on Second Life. Now, uh, one of our our very own Probable Prime uh, now has a published paper about surgery planning and things like that, where they used Neos to demonstrate this stuff, be able to show a patient, this is what we're going to do. Have a group of surgeons look at this and review this in 3D and being able to like go through and make changes in real time. Uh, all this stuff, like... This isn't like some far off future sort of thing. This is what we have today, and it's only going to get better. Reese the King showing up at the chat. He's the man. What's up, Thanks Reese? Thanks for dropping in. And you guys aren't going to believe this, but Ash Westard gifted another five oh, memberships. Wow. In the chat. Thank you. Thank you, Ash. Thank you. That means a lot. God, Thank that's you. obnoxious, isn't it? <laughs> I'm, I'm becoming less and less of a fan of that thing. Uh, oh, you love the air horn. I, I, <laughs> I guess. Maybe <laughs> we'll see how I feel uh, for the next episode. Um, but yeah, uh, Feyor is getting one of those. Leroy Dorenberg's getting one of those. Epic Easton's getting it. Asphyxia oh. is getting one of them. And uh, I don't see the other one. But yeah, congratulations, everybody. Heck yeah. Everybody's a, a, a member now, thanks to Ash West. Oh, thank you. Thank you for your generosity. And thank you for everyone that's here. And everyone that came uh, and everyone that continues to show up every single week to the show, uh, we truly love you. And Reese, really with, with the $4.99, uh, that's a pound. Four, four, dot, four pounds and 99 mini pounds. <laughs> like, like shillings? I don't know. What's, what's the cent version of a... Are know. they cents? Maybe. That's very possible. What, Thank what, you, Reese. What's the small <laughs> denomination of money with pounds? Is it? 
not ounces. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Shillings. There's shillings. Um, so uh, Hussein X is the other one. There it is. Nice. Congrats, Hussein. Pence. Six pence. Wait, is that a thing? Pence? I don't know. Pence? I, don't I have know. no idea. This isn't the money Thanks. podcast. Yeah, <laughs> it, it is today, baby. It is today. Thanks for the uh, foreign denominations, my, my good brother from the other side of the globe. Um, so a, a question that I had when you guys were kind of talking about, uh, you know, like what the metaverse is and what you can build and kind of all of this stuff um, that I wanted to ask is like, what if I built something um, that like I wanted to access later? Like, can you like build a world and then download it and then go in it as like a single player experience later? Or does it always have to be like online connected to servers kind of situation? I think ultimately, like, you need to be able to, like, experience this both in an offline and online capacity. Uh, online is kind of like where you get your experiences, and then offline is where you enjoy them on your own. Uh, that's really how it should be. Um, and, like, that's kind of like one of those things where we have to, like, really think about how do we connect all these things, right? Uh, because it can't just always be live services for days. You know, you know, what happens whenever you're working on something locally and just have a project you want to do? Or, you know, let's say that, you know, Metaverse kind of becomes the conduit to build, uh, you know, AAA video games in the future. What happens then? Is every video game this online live service sort of hellscape? No, of course not. Um, what we need is, and Neos can do this to an extent today, uh, you can actually save things to like your local home and to your local machine and be able to just to jump in and start experiencing it. Um, like it needs to be one of these sorts of things where it's flexible in that regard. Okay. That's a good mm -hmm. answer. So I have, for example, me and Z have worked, um, to, you know, port some of Mario Kart into Neos. Um, but that was not published. People can't go in and search for it and find it because it lives on my hard drive, you know? So unless I fire it up and then other people connect in a peer-to-peer -peer network directly to, you know, to my machine and I host the this, this session, um, they can't get to it. But you can uh, also publish worlds and then people will be able to kind of download that and start the service themselves or uh, uh, launch these if you're a Patreon member on headless servers and uh, have them up and running all the time as well. Um, so it is already very flexible. That's cool. And you mm -hmm. could go into the your hard drive version of the Mario Kart world offline? Well, I think right now I need to at least authenticate into Neos and then start it with the Neos engine, mm -hmm. right? But other people can't get in uh, unless I open it to, to anyone else. Mm -hmm. uh, certainly no one can go and grab it without me going in and giving it to them. Right. Right. Okay. You know. That makes sense. Yeah. So we're going a little long now, but I'm okay with it because I still have another question or two here. Yeah. I mean, I pick up my daughter from school here, so I don't have a ton more time. But well, well I do okay, want to know, Gaines. You yeah. you used to work at Meta, and you watched them basically come out and like pretend like they're coining the phrase metaverse, right? Like, <laughs> I I. I, I stopped working there before that point. Right. But, yeah. Okay. But you, you, you've been there. You've been behind behind the scenes, so to speak, a little bit. Um, I am wondering, what are your thoughts in terms of like Meta's presence in the VR space and their contributions to VR? And like, do you think them changing their name to Meta has like helped things or hindered things? Or how do you feel about it? I personally feel it's been a hindrance. Uh, a lot of it kind of comes down to, um, it, it kind of goes back to like, you know, what people think when they hear the phrase metaverse. 
um, whenever people hear Metaverse today, um, they tend to think of one of two things, and neither of them are particularly positive. Uh, the first and most detrimental one is crypto. Uh, people, they, they hear Metaverse, they say, hey, isn't that that newfangled cryptocurrency or something? Mm-hmm. And it's like, well, <laughs> no, it's not. Um, and crypto doesn't really have much to do with Metaverse. It can be a tool, but, you know, it's not a Metaverse. And that's not at all what Metaverse even is. Or they think Meta or Facebook, um, the company, is like, they think that. And like, yeah, sure, VR has, can have a very big role in building a metaverse, absolutely. Um, but um, it, it kind of comes down to whenever you have a company like that, that has had the kind of controversy that it has over the years around data privacy, things like that, it doesn't exactly paint a good picture of the metaverse whenever that's one of the first things that people think of. Uh, now... Meta, I will admit, has had some positive contributions to the space. Absolutely, uh, the VR side, particularly, trying to bring, trying to drive prices down um, to the point of even subsidizing headsets behind the scenes and things like that. I mean, that's pretty important in terms of adoption, and I, I definitely think that they're at least vaguely on the right track in terms of VR adoption. But their concept of the metaverse is really more walled garden and. We don't need that with the metaverse. If you're going to build either a successor or evolution of the internet, it needs to be open. That's the only reason why we even got to the point that we are today with the internet as it stands. So why would we go back in time and say, yeah, you know, America Online was pretty cool back in the day, wasn't it? Let's just build that in VR. No, it's awful. (laughs) (laughs) This is to imagine if like Microsoft or someone owned the internet. And anywhere you went, it was controlled by Microsoft. They advertised their stuff. They dictated the browser you could use. They dictated what services and what operating systems you could use. That'd be terrible. That's not a good idea. That's not a and good they idea. they almost did. Yeah, they almost did. Back in the day. Yeah. 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 But, but, you know, having an open platform. And, and this also being like, like Neos, right? Neos cannot be the only Metaverse platform. It's a piece of a grander thing. Uh, it's a landing zone to be able to go to other places. It's like it's like a centralized hub, right? To be able to hop around um, afterwards to other places. It can't be the only thing. And you know, while Neos is awesome now and the people who run it are awesome now, you know, what if someone came in? What if what if the, the, the original team all got hit by a bus and then Mark Zuckerberg came in and bought it, right? You know what I mean? Like then we're all stuck. And, and it's a problem. Yep. So it can't be a closed system. It can't be owned by one company. It can only be contributed to by many companies. Mm-hmm. Uh, it is Absolutely. too big. Yeah, it's like, you know, it's like one web page being called the internet or something, right? It's not, it's not the way it works. But, and, um, and I mean, I think this is like where standards, uh, I mean, and there, there was a drive for standards back when Second Life was getting big the first time, um, like for Hypergrid, OpenSim, the Open Metaverse Project, things like that, uh, going back over a decade now. Um, and, you know, we need those to kind of further build out the metaverse. Like these platforms can't just be their own wild gardens, their own little islands that don't have any connection between them. If this concept is going to to exist, and this is how the internet is going to evolve, then we have to have those standards there. We need service providers to talk to each other. We need platform providers to talk to each other. We need them to kind of build this metaverse and treat it as if we're building the future of the internet because that is kind of the point 
right. at the end of the day. The internet didn't become what it was, uh, like conceptually, because you had ISPs not talking to each other. Uh, the history around that basically amounts to, you know, ISPs had to talk to each other to build the internet. Otherwise, it wouldn't exist, and we wouldn't have what we know as the internet today, for better and worse. Yeah, I mean, you know, there's there's duality in all things. You can't escape it. So, like, mm-hmm. awesome oh, yeah. internet comes with awesome bad things. That happen, <laughs> you know, and I just mean yeah. awesome and like as powerfully bad as powerfully good it, yeah. it is. You know, um, but yeah, I mean, I think I think anybody in the between realities community is, is probably the kind of person to agree with this perspective. You know, mm-hmm. um, and you know, obviously, nobody wants a Facebook controlled internet, right? So right. that's oh, a yeah. good thing. Um, that we have things like Neos to, you know, kind of hopefully lead the charge as uh, it becomes easier to access across more platforms. I am curious, though, uh, Geens, what your thoughts are on Meta Horizon Worlds. <laughs> um, let me think of a nice way to put this that doesn't involve lack of legs. Um, <laughs> well, they're trying, all right? I'll give them that. Um, they are trying to add legs. <laughs> Uh, but that's not one of my primary criticisms around it. Uh, my overall biggest criticism around it is kind of it kind of goes back to that open internet side of things. Um, I am of the belief that if you were to let Meta go through and control the future of the metaverse and the destiny of the metaverse, ultimately you are giving them the the ability to choose the destiny of the internet. And not not into that. And Horizon Worlds is to some extent indicative of that. You have the content that they want you to be able to have access to. They have the social experiences that uh, they want you to be able to experience and so on. Um, And a lot of their decision making has been a combination of uh, proving that point, like with the whole like uh, personal sort of distance thing that they tried to do and eventually relented on uh, because people just didn't want that. Um, Like we... I'm not a big fan. I understand where they're going with it and what they're trying to do uh, at in the nicest possible ways. And I think that's kind of cool that they're trying to have these worlds that anyone can build and so on and experience with their friends. But ultimately, at the end of the day, I don't think that's really what the future of the metaverse and the Internet needs. Uh, we don't need that sort of thing. And uh, just really not a fan. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. Yeah, I mean, I've talked a lot of crap about Horizon Worlds on this show and in other places. Um, you know, we did have a pretty good time in there with uh, with Jay Dunn and Joy Rain when they kind mm-hmm. of showed us their worlds. And, you know, they spend all kinds of time in there. They're world builders in there, and they really enjoy it. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, but I honestly believe that, like, I would have a blast with them anywhere. <laughs> you know what I yeah. mean? Like, it's, yeah. I don't know if that was the fact that, like, Horizon Worlds was the platform that we were in, mm-hmm. or they're just really cool. Yeah, I mean, you know, Horizon itself is is fine. It's I've had some great times in there. I've seen some amazing things, and people have been able to create awesome pieces of art and great stuff in there. My only problem with Horizon is just who the company that owns it. You know what I mean? Like we need we need this stuff to be accessible on mobile chipsets as of this point in time because that's what people uh, are budgeting for when it comes to VR. Uh, they have to be able to access this stuff. Or, you know, a metaverse without people. I don't know what that even is. A ghost town, a ghost verse. I don't even know. Right. But but either way, you know, so that's good. But, you know, meta, you know, there's, there's, some, there's some issues there. There's privacy issues. There's ethical issues and moral issues. And, um, 
you know so i i don't want them to control anything <laughs> yeah and, and and i mean like it just just to kind of like go further down that sort of like rabbit hole of like meta and their decision making and stuff like that around the side of things i mean like let's talk about like as oculus kind of grew up as a company and then eventually the acquisition happened where they actually started to have like a viable product with the rift and all this other stuff uh suddenly it's like oh yeah by the way guys just so you know uh anything you buy on the oculus store gotta use an oculus headset sorry it's like guys like this isn't how you improve the state of the art this mm -hmm. isn't how you raise yeah. the bar this isn't you know how you go through and build an industry by doing these sorts of things and you know ultimately people are like yeah just plug in the damn headset and just put on your favorite headset it'll still work all the same mm -hmm. it's like whenever you have these kinds of practices and the company very much is not backing down and if anything they've doubled down a lot of this stuff it doesn't paint a good picture for the future of the industry whenever you have a big player like Meta who is pushing these sorts of policies through their own platforms and so on and so forth. To me, personally, I feel that this is one of those situations where, you know, there needs to be some sort of legislation that says if you are, I mean, and this is like where antitrust is supposed to step in, right? And we all kind of know what that tends to lead to in recent history not much of anything mm -hmm. um there needs to be better legislation here that says okay well if you basically own a significant chunk of this industry and you are a platform provider you're a store provider you need to be able to have like no walls around that you need to allow your competition to be able to partake in the sorts of content and so on and so forth but you know that's a much bigger conversation as far as app stores and platforms and so on that I could go on for hours around. It's a really uh, good so. point, though. It's a really good point because, like, mm -hmm. if I buy a game on Steam, Steam doesn't care what headset I'm using. I right. Can, I can use. I can right. even use the Oculus headsets or the Meta headsets yep. if I, I want to. Yeah, they don't care. Yeah, but if yep. I buy Beat Saber on my Quest, that's it. You're locked mm -hmm. in. Yeah, I'm locked yep. in. I don't even think I get Beat Saber now, for the Rift if I buy it. Well, on if Quest. you buy it on the Rift, so you can use Revive, but Revive is a tool. It's a hack that someone made so you can use other headsets on that platform. Yeah. It's not supported. They made the conscious effort to not support any other type of headset yeah. on their platform. And I remember when that whole thing was being talked about and when, when that all went down and it was very disconcerting. And, and like, it kind of goes back to what I was saying about imagine if like, you know, if, if Microsoft on the internet and they're like, nope, you can only use Internet Explorer, you can only use Edge, and you can only use Windows to access this stuff. That is not the way to go. Imagine if you had to have a Samsung computer to use a Samsung monitor. Like, nope, this monitor doesn't work on this right, computer. Nope, right. sorry, you can't see the thing because you don't own <laughs> the brand name of this. Like, that's not a, that's not a world that I really want to live in. Yeah, so. and PC, the PC industry, the computer, like, it hasn't it didn't evolve just because we had people trying to keep you within these walled gardens that that isn't how it worked at all and going back to the internet it didn't evolve because you had like one or two isps building their walled gardens no it evolved because everyone was cooperating with one another everyone was trying to build the next state of the art together yeah sure you can argue patents and all the other stuff but ultimately at the end of the day it fostered competition it fostered people to actually build things and wherever you do it like that like like meta is trying to do it it, it shuts it down it makes it 
this no-no thing, you know, like, especially when it comes down to they're the decision makers around your content and so on. Sure, you could argue Valve is in a similar position with Steam Store and so on. But also, I don't know, whenever you look at uh, certain things on the front page of the Steam Store, you kind of wonder if there even is content moderation at times, you know, versus like, say, Meta, where... You know, if we were like if we were to try and like push certain things on Neos, they probably tell us to sod off. You know, they tell us mm -hmm. to go away. Your some of your contents a little bit. Some of the content that users are producing is a little bit too risque. Okay. Um. Well, we're sorry you feel that way. We can add some filters. No, it's okay. We don't want you here anyways. Oh, so you just completely deplatformed us because you don't agree with some of the content that some of our users produces. Okay. Mm -hmm. Interesting way to kind of build the future of the internet there, but all right. Yeah, man. Yeah, you guys are you guys are definitely uh, to use Ashley Huffman's words, preaching right now. Hi, Ashley. <laughs> Thanks for joining us, Ashley. We're we're getting pretty close to the end here. Tribe keeps pinging me, so I gotta ask. Uh, he wants to know if um, you or Neos has been paying attention to AI software because he would love to use AI to code in Logics if he could at some point. Well, I mean, I, I can't say like what we're really working on uh, today. Like, I can't really talk about that stuff. Um, but like, um, you know, I, I I personally think AI is an interesting uh, thing as far as a tool, and I think that like um, in terms of how it should be employed is literally as a tool. Um, definitely have some negative opinions around uh, using AI to like straight replace people um, and displace uh, people. More importantly. Um, but like being able to like build better tooling for people, like uh, being able to build like say an AI brush brushstroke system or something like that that can like actually have like super realistic looking like oil painting brushstrokes and things like that. Uh, things how I was actually traditionally trained as an artist uh, many years ago. You know, like I think that's important and being able to like use AI to build better code like for example the logics example uh there uh, microsoft has certainly been looking in that direction in terms of their intellisense uh system um uh in terms of helping out developers nowadays so i think there's plenty of utility there it's just a matter of just kind of connecting the dots and trying to figure out how we provide that utility to people Sounds good. We uh, cool. we we should pretty much start wrapping this thing up at this point. Yep. Um, is it how you feeling, Skiva? You feeling like you you got everything out of your system here? I mean, I know you. Can't I mean, no, <laughs> no. I have pages and pages of questions that I would love to sit here all day and ask. But at the end of the day, I get charged per the per minute that I don't pick up my daughter on time. So. Yeah. So, <laughs> so, so we're not gonna we're not gonna up. mess around with that. Um, so I guess we'll just have to continue the conversation yes. with Geens another day, you know, yes. and uh, keep digging in and, uh, you know, keep learning as much as we can about Neos and obviously just keeping our finger on the pulse and making sure that we're here for you guys. Everybody at Neos knows who Skiva is, right? <laughs> what? Pretty sure. Like, what kind of question is that? Well, it's because you're you're like the Sherpa of, of the VR community into Neos. Like anybody who's been into that platform has gotten the Neva, the Skiva experience. Well, that's not true, but I, I do say I do try to preach my love for Neos and I here's the thing Neos can be overwhelming if you go in all by yourself not just overwhelming but people might think 
wait a minute, this is just VR chat, but with complicated menus. And unless there's someone there to go, wait, 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 hold on a minute. Let me show you why that's not the case. Yeah. Then people might get a bad taste in their mouth and never give it another try. And I love this platform so much that I want to make sure that doesn't happen. Let everyone here know I have never seen a dime from Neos. I am not affiliated in a professional sense with Neos. I just love it and I believe in it. And I think the people that are creating it are awesome. And I want people to be able to go in there and understand what makes it so powerful and different and freeing and, and amazing. Mm -hmm. And and unless sometimes unless you have someone to show you, like like imagine you went to like Italy and you never left the hotel and you were like, this hotel is like everything else. This is, this is bold. <laughs> Why am I sucks. even here? But no one goes, no, 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 no. I know the cool places. Let me show you all the, the restaurants and the culture and the amazing things that are happening here. You wouldn't, maybe you wouldn't understand, right? And, you know, so I just, I want people to go in there and I want them to get it. And then if they don't want to come back, cool. Right. But like, but people have to be, um, you know, I, I just, I just want to provide a good experience, as, Amen. you know, so people understand why it's so special. Amen. And, so. and we're all very grateful to you for making sure that that happens because, you know, we've all had some of our favorite and tribe. VR experiences and tribe. tribe is doing this all the time, bringing people into Neos totally. and really showing he's, he's another firm believer and someone that has taken so much time in like, and, and onboarding people and going through the system with me too. Like the both of us trying to like kind of perfect how we do things and not overwhelm users or not, yep. you know? So anyway, right. Geens, yeah. give us some, uh, some closing thoughts before we kick you out of here. Oh, geez. Um, Trying no to think pressure. of something nice to say is kind of hard sometimes. <laughs> uh, give you the benefit of the doubt positive here. Positive thoughts, right? Um, <laughs> you know, um, I guess a good one is, uh, you know, um, let, let's uh, everyone, you know, no matter what community you're from, whether you're into VR or not into VR, um, you know, let's all hope that we can, uh, through some dark times that we're seeing today on the Internet, um, across the board, looking at you, funny Twitter man, <laughs> uh, let's all hope that we can uh, build a better Internet and by virtue, a better future for civilization. Amen. Geens from Second Life, Geens from Neos, Geens from the planet Earth. Thank you so much for joining us on the show today. It has been an exceptional one, if I, say, if I may say so. I and uh, we're looking forward to chatting with you again one day in the future. I hope you'll uh, be down for that sometime. Absolutely. Thank you for having me on the show. Of course, man. It has been a pleasure. Absolutely. Everyone say goodbye to Geens. Bye, Geens. Adios. Bye. And boom, he's gone. Just like that. He gone. He gone. That was great. That was really good. That was super fun. I hope that was everything that, that, was, that you were hoping it would be. Of course. I, I Like I said, I just want to sit here and talk about Neos till, until tomorrow or maybe even next week. <laughs> like I, I could literally never stop talking about this platform. Um, so yeah, it was great. And I can't wait uh, to talk some more about it eventually, maybe with some more people from Neos or have Gein's back or, mm -hmm. or you know, but mm -hmm. uh, yeah. Neos. Cool. So we're not talking about the next episode to air, right? No, uh, we we have a pre. The next episode will be pre-recorded, um, so keep on the lookout for that. 
Uh, me and Alex are going to discuss the exact day that that airs. Uh, might be Wednesday, might be, uh, mm-hmm. I don't know, we'll see. Uh, but yeah, keep keep that, you know, follow my Twitter, follow Between Realities, um, you know, and we will uh, keep you informed. Cool. Yeah, I guess mm-hmm. we're going to have to discuss the day of our final episode, too, because mm-hmm. we usually, of course, do these shows on Fridays and live, but I am traveling for work on Friday, and I was not able to get back in time to do our normal time slot. So next Friday, a week from today, will not be our final episode of the season, um, but we'll let you all know when that's coming because that is an episode that we want everyone to participate with us. Mm -hmm. So maybe we'll find a time on the weekend or we'll just push it out a week. Steve and I are going to talk about it. Yep. But um, figure it out. But we want you guys to be involved. So um, stay on the lookout for that. Join our Discord. It's in the description below. We'd love to have you a part of our community and uh you know shout out guido and tribe gray wolf and hussein x and eric from q2c vrg hoodie right ashley huffman and reese the king and duggars k todd of course from q2c united space force hey thanks for being here ash westar come on with all the channel memberships just thank you so much uh really means a lot Asphyxia, Duggars K, Red Slash Ace, Mr. Survivor, thank you for being here. Bluebell, of course, Virtual Steve, Classy Grandma with the Super Chats earlier, Dark Angel up in here, um, Creeper Betty, Epic Easton, Creeper Betty with the best Super Chat I've ever seen, Alex number one fan, that's what I'm talking about, Wolfraza, Arcanian and Hussein X and everybody, and uh, Mickey Burr uh, and Blizzado. We are so grateful for you guys watching this live episode with us. Um, and if you didn't watch it live, we're still very much grateful for you. So thank you for listening or watching to Between Realities. And we will see you next week at mm-hmm. a day that you're just going to have to wait to find out about. Yep. And, uh, you know, I love VR, but more importantly, I love all of you. And thank you for going on this journey with us. Love you guys. That's it. Bye, Ray Boy and, and uh, VR Spry Guy and uh, everybody else who is here. We, we think you guys are great. And we'll see you very soon. Have a good bye weekend. Bye.